Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome back to the podcast. We're easing back into 2024 with a mostly pretty easy episode for me, a Q&A with Mark Brown. Last year, I recorded new Q&As with Sarah and Eli. The original idea was to use those for iHeart Animation, which I guess they still are. They're just now on the main podcast channel instead of their own spinoff channel. Anyway, Mark thought it would be fun for him and I to do a new one as well, as it's probably been like six years since our first Q&A. So we did. We recorded this episode toward the end of last year, but I had so much going on in December, I just decided to save it for this year and use it as a way to ease back into things in the new year. So here we are. Well, I don't know that I have too many new questions for the updated Q&A. I just went back and found an old list of questions because I I haven't done many of these recently. Like uh-huh. I think I did one with Sarah and one with Eli at the beginning of the year. And I don't remember what all I asked. I think I just asked all the old questions that I had asked in the past. Yeah, I think I watched the one you did with Sarah. It was like a... Was that the one where she interviewed you and it was like an update from like the first one you did like years ago? Yeah, we kind of like your life was so different. Yeah, we just kind of interviewed each other, I guess, kind of back and forth. (laughs) Well, I guess to start, you could tell us a bit about yourself, um, what you do, maybe what's changed since the first time we did this, (laughs) however many years ago it was. Oh gosh, I didn't even remember. (laughs) Well... Hello everyone, my name is Ibrahim, or you can call me Mark Brown, my pseudonym for my online blogs, which I'm not sure when this episode will go up, but depending on if the Arthur Christmas Carol episode is out, I mean Arthur's Perfect Christmas episode is out, you'll know the whole history behind that name. Uh, I'm a big animation, uh, I'm a big film lover, I do enjoy watching movies, but my biggest passions are in animation and Disney, those are the two things I I don't want to say excel in, but like I'm, I'm most like I'm most interested in. And I like the most. I think a lot, a lot of the episodes I've been on on your podcast have been animation or Disney related, mm. with um, you know, a couple of Christmas Carol stuff in between too. But that's probably my most significance uh, to this podcast. I have uh, two blogs of my own as well. The Animation Commendation, which is an animation-themed blog, and I also run my own game show, Who Wants to Be Millionaire Animation Edition, and uh, my live-action Disney project, where I'm trying to watch and review every single theatrically released live-action Disney movie ever made. So that's what's keeping me busy for the past 10, 11 years now. Um, there's my personal life. I live in Orlando, Florida, the home of Walt Disney World. So that's always a plus. And I've gone to Disney World many times in my life, thankfully. I'm very grateful for that. Besides that, currently I work at a software company. I um, have many hobbies besides films, including reading. I do enjoy reading. Uh, I like writing, but I don't do it a lot. <laughs> I like to like just pretend that I like writing, and then I just never get around <laughs> to writing. <laughs> but in my head, I, I like writing. Um <laughs> I guess blogging is writing. We we could call that writing, right? Um, yeah. So I, I enjoy playing some computer games, some board games. I'm, it's, I'm just an you know, overall introvert and geek slash nerd, I guess. <laughs> what are some of your favorite games? So I'm a PC player. I don't own any um, consoles, but most of the games I've played have been strategy games like the Age of Empires series or the Civilization series, but I'm also a big fan of point-and-click adventure games. So, like, the whole Nancy Drew mystery series, I've, I'm a huge fan of those, and I've played all, like, 33 of them. And when I was younger, I was a big fan of uh, the Clue Finder series and Carmen Sandiego, um, the Humongous Entertainment games, stuff like that. Currently, I've started playing, like, Sherlock Holmes and the Agatha Christie games and that's more my thing rather than like games that are more popular. I'm I'm, I'm trying to go with the Kingdom Hearts games, but I don't, I'm generally not good at fighting games. So that's kind of what's preventing me from going through the series as fast as I like, because I like the Disney aspect of it, but the combat of it is the, is not my favorite. I'd rather it have been a point and click game, but everyone else likes it. So that's good. <laughs> 
feel like I have the same problem with games. I start them and then it starts getting hard and then I yeah. say I'll finish it later and I don't. <laughs> are you are you a game overall or not really? Uh sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I PC have a switch. Or a console? Oh, switch. I, okay. switch, yeah. I like usually I like anything Nintendo. Like Metroid mm-hmm. is one of my favorite series, but I don't know the last time I actually finished a Metroid game. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Like I get close. I'm I'm very close to finishing the last I, I guess maybe it was on the 3DS. Mm. But I haven't played it in ages because it got really hard and yeah. I I don't think I ever beat the final boss and I'm stuck on Metroid Dread. I don't know that I even made it halfway through that game. <laughs> that, that's also that's also the frustrating part. Yeah. It gets too hard and you're like nah, I can do something else. Yeah. I've played several recent Pokemon games, not the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. I haven't played Scarlet and Violet, but the ones before that, okay. I think I finished all those, but I never did all the missions that come after you beat the main game. Okay. It was like, I beat it. Okay, next game. <laughs> Check. Next. <laughs> Since I didn't have a, a console, I never like got into playing like uh, hardcorely like all the you know like the mario series or the zelda series or stuff like that um but i'm familiar enough with it like i've mm-hmm. I've, I've i've played a couple of like nintendo 64 games of the mario universe and i've played games at friends houses in that universe and i'm familiar enough with zelda with zelda characters but yeah it's it's not something i've really been delved into I think Super Mario Land on the Game Boy was the very first video game I ever played. Oh, okay. I've played a few Mario games since then, but even with those, I don't know if I've ever fully completed any of them. Like, I'll get really far, and then they just start getting harder and harder, and I'm like, I have so many other things I need to do rather than playing the same (laughs) level over and over and over and over again. That's true. The first game I ever played, computer game, would... It would be either where in the world is Carmen San Diego, the one from like ninety five or ninety six, or one of the humongous entertainment games. I would want to say Pajama Sam. No need to hide when it's dark outside. I'd be very interested to know if any of your listeners played the humongous games back in the day. I've never heard of that before. Oh, I think yeah, I think you love those that series. <laughs> They were like point and click, like edu- edutainment games, and there were four franchises that were like four franchises that were popular one of them was pajama sam it's like this i guess he's like a five six year old kid who wears pajamas and puts on a cape and pretends he's a superhero named pajama sam after his favorite superhero pajama man and then he just has different adventures so like the first the first game takes place in his closet which leads to like a land of darkness because he's scared of the dark so yeah he goes on a journey to capture darkness yeah i've never heard of it Though you mentioned the game Clue Finders, I'm fairly certain we had one of those. I don't remember much about it, but I know mm-hmm. I recognize the name, so I think we had one of those that we got as part of like just a package of CD yeah. ROMs that we got with our first computer. Mm-hmm. We also had Carmen San Diego at the time too, okay. which I loved that game also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clue Finders are really fun. They're from the Learning Company, and I had I think I had all of them, and I've played all of them, but I. There's one called Who Finders Math Adventures. That's the only one I never beat. But I played it a lot, but I just never got to the end for some reason. I don't know which one we would have had. I just yeah. remember the name Clue Finders. We had okay. that we had several from the learning company, but I don't remember mm-hmm. what all they were. But most of them were like grades or like third grade adventures, fourth grade adventures, fifth grade adventures, sixth grade adventures. Yeah, most of the games that we had were probably below my level. Mm-hmm. I think the closest was probably Carmen San Diego. I really liked that one. Those were really fun. Did you play Where in the World or did you play Where in Time? Where in the World for sure. We might have had Where in Time or maybe we got it later. Yeah. But I remember Where in the World more than Where in Time. It was classic. I loved the show too. And yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. I loved the Where in Time also, but Where in the World is the one that I. I guess grew up with because I watched it for years when I was really little. It was my favorite show. Okay, awesome. I know I definitely watched it, but like it didn't stick. I don't really have any memories of it. 
I really wanted to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the dream of the nineties kid. <laughs> Late eighties, nineties kid. Nineties PBS kid. Yes. I think the I guess regular kids had different game shows that were on Nickelodeon, but I wouldn't even yeah. know what they were. Now you and me were the PBS crowd. We <laughs> we knew where the good stuff was. <laughs> yeah, you kids who had cable growing up, huh? You don't know what you missed out. <laughs> I guess we could move on to animation since that's what brings us together. Oh yeah, sure. It's not a gaming podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. <laughs> uh, it probably won't ever be. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't play enough games to make a gaming podcast. I enjoy a few, but not enough to want to talk about them all the time. Nice. So on animation what is your favorite animated movie if you have one if you don't then what are some of your favorites because for me it's it's really hard to pick a favorite for me i have i have a favorite because like i've already given it the number one spot and no matter what i'm not gonna drop it from that spot um and it's the disney's beauty and the beast the 1991 version now i have to specify because people won't know I sort of do the same thing. Like it's so hard to pick a favorite. So I just say Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. It's just easy to say, this is my favorite. But uh, like, I really do love Beauty and the Beast. I, I did grow up with it. So that, I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. have nostalgia for it, but I also think it's a really amazing movie. Animation is wonderful. The voice acting, the songs, the story, the, the romance, the characters, like it's, mm-hmm. it's peak Disney Renaissance. <laughs> yeah. I didn't exactly grow up with that one because we didn't own that one. Like mm-hmm. when you're a kid, especially in my era, you only really watched what you owned. Yeah. We didn't have that many tapes. So my equivalent would have been Aladdin and to a lesser extent, okay. Pinocchio, because we had both of those. My cousins had Beauty and the Beast. So they watched that one a lot more than we did growing up. Mm-hmm. But I did watch that with them once or twice. So I definitely watched it as a kid it just wasn't one i watched all the time but it is a really good movie for you kids who are listening to this who might not know just look up vhs tape if you don't know what we're talking about (laughs) especially disney vhs tapes that's a whole collection right there yeah so do you have any current favorite animation tv shows like i i know we grew up on pbs Mm -hmm. so I guess do you what what are your favorites from when you're a kid to now? Growing up, I would say my favorite animated shows were my top two definitely. Yeah, I can't ever pick a one and two because they they kind of go back and forth, but they're definitely Magic School Bus and Arthur. And I know you are a big Magic School Bus fan too as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, speaking of computer games, the library had a Magic School Bus yes game. It was. My absolute favorite thing, I would run straight to the computer when we go to the library so I could play all the characters in outer space. Okay. I had the Explorers of the Ocean game, and I remember playing that for a bit. Yeah, the one the, the library had was about the solar system. Okay, there, was, yeah. there was like a game in the game. It was sort of Mario-esque, like you ran from side to side with the arrow keys and jumped. It was, like a platformer, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite. Nice. I can't remember if I played that one, but I am aware of it, though. But yeah, those two were my top favorite shows back in the day. Um, no. Well, I guess there's also shows that I like later on in life, but um, I was a big... I, I like Liberty's Kids. You ever watch that? I watched it some. My younger brothers watched it more than I did, but I watched okay. it with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. I liked... Um, Cyber Chase. Mostly it's a PBS kids shows. Um, <laughs> I liked Rupert back in, I guess this was the 90s or 2000, early 2000s. I can't remember when. It's based on the uh, the Rupert books from the UK. Well, I'm not sure if it's a books or a comic strip, but the Rupert character, I guess. There's probably more, but I can't think of. But in terms of more current ones, um, I do like Gravity Falls. I know both you and I watched that, and I like mm-hmm. that a lot. I like the new DuckTales reboot. I, I don't watch a lot of new new animated shows. Like A lot of animated shows that I'm watching now are like old ones that I never watched before from like the 90s or earlier. Um, so I'm catching up on them. 
I also like a lot of the animated Spider-Man shows. Um, I've watched three animated Spider-Man shows, and I love all of them. The, there was the 90s one, which I think is the, the, the one most people think of. Then there was Spider-Man Unlimited, which was like a short one-season sequel to that. And then The Spectacular Spider-Man, which was from like 2008 to the 2009. So I love those three. Yeah, I'm sure there's more shows I'm thinking of but that I liked, but that's kind of a good good collection there. Yeah, Spider-Man of the 90s, I've been meaning to go back to. I remember watching it when I was a kid, but I have not seen it since. And I remember really liking it at the time. And I've heard it holds up, so it's one that I should go back and watch. Yeah, definitely, because I, I just watched it, like, what, la- last year for the first time? And I thought it was pretty good. Batman, the animated series, is most show I've always wanted to watch, but I never really did. I probably see maybe one full episode, just because we didn't... Um, it didn't air on PBS, of course, <laughs> and I don't know when else I would have seen it. So I really wasn't allowed to watch like other stuff besides PBS. So if it aired on like Saturday morning cartoons or a different channel, I didn't um, see it. But that's probably an animated show that would be next on my list to watch if I had access to it. I would definitely say watch that one. That one was one of my all-time favorite shows growing up. When I was really little, we did not have anything other than PBS. But at some <laughs> point... I don't remember what the year was, but at some point we either got access to or just discovered channels we didn't know we could get in that we got, it used to be the WB and also Fox. Oh yes, Fox Kids and WB Kids. Yeah. 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 So at some point, probably before I became a teenager, but not when I was a little kid, we got Warner Brothers cartoons and Fox Kids shows. So. Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series, because those sort of like a shared universe. That was oh, okay. my time favorite show because they had them on like they kind of went back and forth. As at one point they re- kind of rebranded it so it would play one or the other, like it was like the new Batman Superman Adventures or something like that. But it was it was the same two shows, and they would just play episodes of both because it was a shared universe. Sometimes Batman and Superman would do something together, but those. That was my all-time favorite, like, action cartoon. Okay, nice, nice. And, of course, Animaniacs at the sa- at around the same time, too. Okay, that, that's also a... That's one that I don't... Again, I don't think I've seen full episodes of, but I've seen, like, enough clips on, like, YouTube or something. Yeah, that one's a good one to watch. Mm-hmm. That and Pinky and the Brain, which, of course, is from the show, but also they spun off to their own series. So, for some reason, I remember watching Pinky and the Brain... As a kid, I don't know how I got that, but um, that one I did remember watching. Maybe it was a similar case to situation. Me yeah, you found a channel you didn't know you had. <laughs> Probably. Like, hey, what is this? There's a talking mouse here. <laughs> Sounds like Orson Welles. How do you know who Orson Welles is? <laughs> oh, I just took a guess. <laughs> so, what would you say either is your favorite, or maybe some of your favorite? animation studios uh disney studios will always be number one just because of my love for disney as what they are like i think you know disney you could think of it in two ways you could think of it as a company you know it's it's a business doing making business decisions and stuff like that and then there's disney like the legacy like the history of it of the intention of the of their output and just what they stand for, stuff like that. Big fan of Disney, the legacy. Disney is a company, you know, I, I have a lot of um, criticisms of, <laughs> as I think most many people do, because uh, then it's, you know, any, anything that's a corporation has its criticisms. Mm-hmm. But um, Disney as a legacy is will, will always be very important to me. And that's why Walt Disney Animation Studios is my number one. Um <laughs> Uh, after that, I enjoy everyone else. Um, Pixar is probably if I had to pick a number two. There, there's, there's not, there's none other. There's no other studios that I like really, really, really love besides Disney. Um, I mean, I, I, I watch all of them. I do, I do enjoy many films from Pixar, DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. You know, even Sony sometimes, and you know, Studio Ghibli, of course, and. 
I watch all the more animation group and whatnot, but like the only one, like if I had to say I love a studio, it's really only Disney and Pixar just kind of like as the association. I guess I'm probably the same way. Yeah. Like I love all animation, but yeah. I did start a specifically Disney podcast. So I yeah. guess by default, Disney must be my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but they also go. have so much more to talk about because of the, the huge history. So, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's interesting, both from what they're putting out and the history. So, yeah, like when DreamWorks turns a hundred, if it lasts that long, then they can imagine there'll be a lot of history to talk about with that. Yeah, I'm sure there will. I mean, there is some history now, especially right. the history that crosses over with Disney. Yes, but yeah, the longer a company goes on, the more interesting stuff there is to talk about. Definitely, I think DreamWorks is probably the second longest running western animation studio after disney and there's a huge gap in between yeah because like there is warner brothers but they're kind of it's not the same because they no. kind of have they start out as cartoon. starts and they did a lot of shorts yeah like as far as making consistently making movies yeah disney is the longest running one yeah they wrote the book yeah so aside from companies, do you have any favorite artists or filmmakers? Mm, I mean, Walt Disney's up there, of course. Um, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Miyazaki. Um, mm -hmm. Again, the same. I don't. There's no one else that I really love to a high standard as Walt Disney. Again, again, not like I dislike any of them, but um, I, I do like a lot of the other artists and filmmakers, but. The, Disney's just like in another category of its own. And yeah. it's, if I get, if I had described the word love with one of them, it would only be Walt Disney. I think the closest probably for me is Miyazaki. Uh -huh. Cause he just has such huge name recognition. And like, if he makes another movie, then it's like a must see. Which he did this year with the boy and the heron. Yeah. I'm hoping that that comes to a theater near me. Otherwise I probably will make a trip to the city. Nice. I want to see that. <laughs> That's worth a trip, hopefully. I've yeah. heard only good things. Yeah. And I guess another one upcoming, coming up, maybe not to the degree as Miyazaki would be Makoto Shinkai, who did Your Name, and he did Suzume this year. I don't know that his movies are consistently as good as Miyazaki, because he's had some that are probably more forgettable. Like, because like the two main ones I'm thinking right now are Your Name and Suzume, and the other ones that I've seen aren't as good. But he has such a style that if I know he's coming out with a movie, I've got to see it. I actually agree with that because I also was a big fan of Your Name, and there are a couple of films that he's directed that I haven't seen yet, but I wanted to. Um, Suzume, I haven't seen yet. There's another one that I can't think of the name at the moment. But Before Suzume, the most recent one was Weathering with You. Weathering with You, okay, yeah, I didn't see that one either. But 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 he has a particular style that is like, it's not Miyazaki, but it it's very immersive. Yeah, yeah. and I like it a lot. Yeah, like um, did he do? He, he didn't do Bell, right? No. Um, but that was a good movie too. I, I really enjoyed that. Gonna bug me if I don't remember who did Bell. Let me look it up in the meanwhile. Did you see Bell? Yes. Okay. I've seen it multiple times. I, I bought it. Oh, nice. When it first came out. I only saw the English dub, though, but I still loved it a lot. Mamoru Husada. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a bunch of good ones. Mm -hmm. I, he's, not, he's probably not must-see for me, but I've liked most of the things that I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I've seen of his is Mirai, which I was not a big fan of. I know everyone else was, but um, the Bell I liked a lot, though. I liked Mirai. That one I went to the city to see. I enjoyed it, but I didn't buy it on DVD, so I guess it I didn't love it enough to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I've seen most of Mamoru Hosada. Like, I... I don't I've seen a bunch of his movies before I knew who he was. Like I remember okay. watching The Girl Who Leapt Through Time years ago, but I don't remember anything about it. I liked Summer Wars. I remember seeing Wolf Children years ago, but I don't remember that I liked it very much. I think I liked how it looked, but I don't remember liking the story very much. Mm -hmm. 
and I've forgotten really what it was about. So, <laughs> but yeah, Bell was amazing. I've watched it, it multiple was. times. Oh, okay, two um, Makoto Shinkai films that I was thinking of that I wanted to see what happened were The Garden of Words and um, Voices of a Distant Star, which I think is a short, but I was really interested in both of those. I don't think I've seen Voices of a Distant Star. I've heard that if you like your name, you'll like it. I'll like this one a lot too. I remember seeing Garden of Words years ago, probably even before I saw your name, but I don't, I don't remember liking it. I think it. I don't remember much of what it was about, but I feel like there was like two people in an in a relationship, and there was a massive age gap that I felt weird about, and I, I don't remember much more about it than that. Yeah. Like one, like the guy was a teenager and the girl was almost thirty or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But um, uh, yeah, I guess it could also be you know related to you know Japan's age of consent laws being younger than here in America. Probably. But but those were the two I wanted to see. I've never I've never seen Voices of a Distant Star. I remember putting it on a list of movies that I wanted to watch, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. Well, you already talked about your favorite Disney movie. Do you have a favorite Pixar movie? My go-to answer is Monsters, Inc. I always like that one a lot. And it's a fun um, world and fun story. Mm-hmm. Um, my next two would be, in no particular order, I, I like Inside Out a lot, and I like Toy Story 3. So those would be my top three. Have you seen the trailer for Inside Out 2? Yes. <laughs> Are you looking forward to that one? <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I, ho- I hope it, it's going to be good, but I feel Inside Out was a film that didn't need a sequel, but... Yeah, probably. So I'm a little hesitant about that. But if they're going to do a sequel, I feel like that one is the one that has the most potential. Yeah. So as long as they have good writers working on it, I'm looking forward to it. This, the trailer looked pretty good to me. I think it's because Riley's going to be a teenager, so she's going to be like experiencing a lot more. Yeah, there's more emotions to dealing with the whole being a teenager. So I guess they mm-hmm. have that whole aspect of to aspect of range of emotions to deal with. So yeah, but it's interesting that two of the voice actors were already replaced. I don't know if it's because the originals weren't able to make it or just didn't want to make it. I'm not sure. I feel like I heard that they were busy, but okay. I don't remember where I heard that. And also, I would think that even if they were busy, for me, I would still try and make time because it's a voice role. You don't have to like get dressed up or anything. Very true. Yeah. You could still like try and fit time in on the weekends or something. Yeah, it's not like like it's happened before where you know one voice actor won't come back and they'll be replaced, but. For two main voice actors not to come back and be replaced, and it's not due to death or something, like it's a little, it's not, you don't see that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just happy that Joy and Sadness came back because those are the two. It would not be the same without them. We need both of them. That's true. That's true. They're one of my favorite characters, but you're right there. They 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 hold the movie together. Yeah. Was that your favorite Pixar? Wally is my favorite Pixar Wally, movie. Okay. I feel like my favorite Pixar movies are the three that came right together with Ratatouille, Wally, and Up. Okay. Like there was something about that run that was just, I don't know if it was just me at the time or if they were just perfect movies, but I love those three. Three that aren't part of any um, franchise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. I guess Up sort of is because it has a bunch of shorts about the dog. Okay, true. But. As far no, as like no film stuff, yeah. yeah, and I feel like they don't need them, but like I guess Inside Out didn't need one. So if if somebody could make a good enough story to come back, sure. But I, I guess especially for Up, I don't want a sequel. Ratatouille does not need a sequel. Wally, I could see a sequel for Wally, but it would have to be the right story. I could see more of a sequel for Ratatouille more than Wally. I could see more um, of an adventure that they would get into. But yeah, Up, if Up had a sequel, like it would be called Down, it would be about the grandfather, Mr. Frederick, dying or something. <laughs> we Baron, don't want that. <laughs> yeah. So, which is like with Toy Story, right? Toy Story 3 was like the perfect end of the trilogy. And then they made Toy Story 4. Yeah. Which I liked, but I mean, it, it totally 
went against the whole message of Toy Story 2 and ruined the trilogy, but not ruined, but it like... I see it more of like a postlude, I guess. Yeah. But they're going to keep making them, so... <laughs> yeah, they're making Toy Story 5, so it's like, okay, even that we couldn't end on. What the heck? What happened to Toy Story 5? <laughs> I, I don't want to bring death again, but the only thing I could think of is Woody dies or something. <laughs> Like they, oh no! They've, ex- they've explained everything else in these Toy Story films. I guess toy death is the next thing. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that would that'd be really dark if they went yeah. in that direction. It'll be up there with uh, Mufasa and Bambi's mom and Littlefoot's mom. I suppose. <laughs> I think something I haven't really talked about with other people is. Are there any movies that you like or maybe don't like that you think could benefit from a sequel? That's a good question. It's an anime movie that I like or don't that that could use a sequel. Um, well, if we're if we're including motion capture as a form of animation, my favorite one of my favorite anime films of all time is The Adventures of Tintin, and I think we we did an episode about that. Um, I don't know how many, how long ago, but years ago. It was before I'd even started podcasting, even though it became a podcast episode when I transitioned over to that. But yeah, that go. was, B- it was B- probably B- 2018. <laughs> oh, wow, that's five years Either ago. 2018 or early 2019, because it was before I started podcasting. Okay, so yeah, it was a while ago. But yeah, I, I love that movie because I'm a huge Tintin file. I've read every single Tintin book multiple times. I own um a lot of them probably most of them but i've definitely read all of them multiple times um and i've always wanted a film based uh, a theatrical film animated based on them and spielberg provided that with that movie in 2011 which i love 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 and it's one of my favorite animated films and it's just animated film but films of all the time and it was originally meant to be a trilogy with him directing the first one peter jackson directing the second one and then they would like co-direct the third one but I guess the first movie didn't do that well, and everyone else was busy. It's, so since then, we never had a sequel. So that's a movie I definitely would want a sequel to, <laughs> because it also ended on a, on a on a note where they needed a sequel. So, mm. is it just in limbo, or they have they said they're not coming back to it? I, I don't think they've actually made any definitive statements. So I, I would I guess it's in limbo, but I mean it's. <laughs> It's been like 12 years, so I feel I forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's an example of one. What's your, what what do you pick? I haven't really thought about it, but when you were talking about Tintin, it reminded me of another thing that that we did an episode on years ago, which was Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. Oh yeah, that's right. I wanted more of that and never got it. That also ended on a cliffhanger, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They definitely could keep going with that, but I kind of doubt they will. That's an example of a really, really good um, lesser-known animated film. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie when it came out. I remember, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I loved that movie, and I knew that it was made by Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. So when they announced that Zack Snyder was going to do Superman, I was so excited because I was like, (laughs) He made one of the most awesome animated movies yeah. in recent history. There's no way he can mess up Superman. And I hated it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate it, but I hated a lot of things about his Superman movie. Man of Steel, yeah, I, I hated it. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I liked a lot of the actors, but the story I did not like at all. I so, much preferred Superman Returns. Yeah, and I I remember at the time I didn't really like that, but looking back, I think if I watched them back to back now, I would actually really like Superman Returns, and mm-hmm. I would not enjoy Zack Snyder's Superman. Mm-hmm. It was too grim. I don't know what it was, but I haven't I haven't seen it since I've seen it the first time. So, yeah, me neither. I don't think I've actually seen Superman Returns since I saw it the first time either. But true, same for me. <laughs> I should. Like I've thought about doing like every version ever of Superman, so I don't know if I ever will. But That'd be interesting. if I did, that would be the perfect time to revisit those and figure out exactly why I did and did not like 
different things about them. That would be a very interesting podcast. Yeah. Not a podcast, a series. Yeah. There's also a lot of really old Superman stuff that I've never seen that would be interesting to... Have you seen the Christopher Reeve films? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I've seen all of those. Yeah, same. He's he's my Superman. Like, when I think of Superman, I think of him. I remember when I watched him when I was younger, I liked the movies well enough, but there was stuff about it that I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. But looking back on them now, no matter how much weird stuff was in those movies, he's, like, the perfect Superman. Like, plot weirdness aside, he is the perfect Superman. He is. He, he is Superman, I guess that's something else we could talk about. Do you have any favorite superheroes and or superhero movies? Um, I heard superheroes, Batman, um, but I also like Spider-Man. He's my number two, but he, he's not far behind. He's like very close. So your favorite superhero is Batman, but you've never seen Batman, the animated series, which is the <laughs> definitive version of Batman. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm a fake Batman. <laughs> I've you seen need to. I it's do, so I do. good. If he's your favorite, you really need to see it. Yeah, I just need to get on DVD or something. But um, yeah, it's uh, The Dark Knight is probably one of my favorite superhero films. Um, I'm not in love with any of the Marvel films. I like a lot of them, but I'm not like, like oh my God, dude, Avengers Endgame is the best superhero movie ever made. Mm. Um, this, I don't I'm, I don't have a big, strong connection to the Marvel MCU films, even though I, I do like a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Spider-Man, the, the Spider-Man films I like most are like the Tobey Maguire ones. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, Spider-Man 2, that's a very good um, superhero film. I'm trying to think if there's any animated superhero films I like a lot. I only saw Batman Mask of the Phantasm once, and I was actually in the minority where I didn't like it a lot. I, I don't know if a rewatch would change my mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of that one. Um yeah, nothing's coming to mind right now, but animated, uh, animated superhero films. Well, there aren't that many that are like purely animated superhero films, unless you talk about the DC direct-to-video series. Yeah. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of those, which I haven't seen hardly any of them. I, I It's one of those things I keep meaning to, but there's so many. I haven't a lot, yeah. gotten around to them. I need I see- to do like a podcast series and then force myself to do them. I've seen some of them, but not a lot. I saw the first handful when they first started releasing them. Like I started when they first started coming out, I started buying them and then I just never loved them. So I stopped buying them and then never got back into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's like a super duper mega fan of them, like follows them and all of them and talks about them all the time. Yeah. They're not, I guess they're not that popular, but they keep making them. I guess they must not have that low expensive. budgets or something. Yeah. I know I've heard someone say Batman the Red Hood or Under the Red Hood, whatever it's called, is like the best Batman movie, like even better than The Dark Knight. So I'll have to check that out sometime. I've heard that's a good one. I haven't seen it yet, though. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero has always been Superman. Superman's pro- probably Batman. because of Superman the Animated Series. Okay. Like, I, I loved that Superman. I liked Batman, too, at the time, but Superman was my favorite. He's the original... Um, Superhero. I mean, you yeah. don't have any others without him. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, another show that I like is it's just a recent sh- recent show, um, My Adventures with S- Superman. It's an animated um, show that came out, I guess, earlier this year. I like that a lot. I it's need to su- watch that. I, it's so good. I let my max subscription expire, but I just the other day started it up again. So I need to actually put on my adventures with superman because i saw the images i've seen from the show i haven't even i don't think i've seen a trailer even yeah i've kind of just been waiting to actually watch it i need to watch that one yeah i really like it and recommend it but yeah superman was always my favorite and then i don't remember watching it all the time but i remember sometimes watching lois and clark which made me like him even more and then when smallville came out that was absolutely must watch tv had to see that had to tape it like i i taped every episode i could until they started releasing dvds then i started buying the dvds i was obsessed with smallville for probably the first four or five seasons and even when i wasn't obsessed with it i still had to watch it 
just because I I still enjoyed it. it I wasn't mm-hmm. as obsessed as I was at, in the early days of the show, but I, I enjoyed it through its whole run. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I never seen them, but I know they were really popular. Yeah, it was a teen melodrama, but yeah. I was a teen, so I was the you, I was the target like, audience. Through you the related to it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! It lasted ten seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was it would have had a long, long run. Two thousand one to two thousand eleven. <laughs> yeah. Well, which was the show with um, Dean Cain as um Superman? Lois and Clark? Lois and Clark. Okay, that's not Smallville. Okay. Yeah, that was before Smallville. That was when I was a kid. Okay. Oh, and Terry Hatcher was um Lois. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that one either, but I was uh, aware of them being Superman and uh, Lois. Yeah, I have those on DVD. I, when they started releasing them on DVD, I bought them and watched the whole series because I remembered watching a few episodes when I was younger. So I've watched the whole series now. Oh, nice. I need to watch the most recent CW Superman show. I haven't watched any of that. I was trying to get through the whole Arrowverse in order, but at some point it just kind of became overwhelming and i haven't <laughs> gotten back into it i was and then i was like well i at least need to watch supergirl before i watch the superman show because that was a spinoff of supergirl but then mm-hmm. they did something and it's like now it's two different universes so it really doesn't matter so i really should just start watching the superman show even though i haven't finished supergirl nice my biggest problem is i don't like shows that have longer than half hour episodes especially live action shows. So to get me to watch any live action show that's 45 minutes to an hour per episode, it's like, it's, it's very, very hard for me. Mm. I feel like I'd rather just watch a movie if I'm already spending that much time on one episode. Oh, I watched a lot of hour long shows mm-hmm. back in the day. Like nice. I don't remember what all was on around the same time as Smallville, but I watched a bunch of things but Smallville was the only one that I made sure I saw every episode of. Mm. Oh, and Lost. Lost was around the same time. Are you telling me that? Yeah. I was absolutely obsessed with Lost. Probably, I was probably more obsessed with Lost than I was with Smallville for longer. Like Smallville, I was very obsessed with at the beginning, and it kind of tapered off into, I need to watch every episode, but I'll get to it when I get to it. But with Lost, it was appointment television through the whole run. So when that finale came, you were probably right there yeah. watching that. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't hate the finale like so many people say they did. Oh, okay. I thought it was a good finale. Yeah, i never seen those. I really like it. But if you don't like hour-long television, I guess I can't recommend it. Because yeah. it was six seasons of hour-long episodes. Like, I like I watch Once But a Time, which is maybe about the same people. But I, I think it's because they were fairy tale characters i can get into it more but again even them being 45 minute episodes was still hard for me i started once upon a time i don't think i even made it through the whole first season i got bored and i didn't like the little kid and i never finished it and i never had (laughs) i never had a desire to go back and catch up it's very interesting but the writing does go well just go into weird and weird places (laughs) It's one of those things where I kind of feel like I should catch up at some point because and like tie it into my Every Version Ever podcast, but it's a huge time commitment and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just going to really throw you off. The main thing I want to do is watch Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, just because Alice in Wonderland, it's like one of the main things I've been doing for years. So I feel like I have to see that miniseries. Oh yeah, you can watch that. That's it's not really related to Once Upon a Time, so like you don't need to. You can watch that on its own, and it's only one season. Yeah. Well, I guess since we're talking about every version ever, are there like you've done several different stories with me for different series on there? Is there any stories that I have or have not done that you think I should either do or go back to that you would want to? do episodes on yeah i think everything i think you've tackled like all the or are tackling like you know the big ones that are multiple versions of you know christmas carol alice in wonderland little women i know you have planned winnie the willows um i can't think of 
something else that's been i mean i don't know if you just want to open it up to like shakespeare adaptations i guess that's a thing but um i i thought about that but that's like way down the road when i yeah, run yeah, out yeah. the ones i'm already working on yeah yeah so yeah besides that no i can't think of um something like that because even war of the worlds i think you did right yeah yeah so yeah i can't, can't think of anything else i would like to get back to war of the Worlds this year because there's a few versions that I know I like they existed back when I did the first series and I didn't get to them. And there've been a few probably terrible, probably low budget, <laughs> probably no, not worth watching unless you're doing this series, but I still want to do them <laughs> that have come out since. Nice. I, yeah. The, I, I was looking up war of the world the other day and it was like, I can't believe that they've made two or three more based on this and they look atrocious like terrible cgi it's like who what who is the audience for this besides me <laughs> i think it was just you was like hey we got to give this guy um uh, material first podcast <laughs> you guys want jobs right all right here we go i mean i guess the only thing i could think of i think i had talked about it with you but i can't i can't remember what you said if you had watched the twilight zone or not I've watched a few episodes of it. Okay. I I don't know that I'd want to do a podcast on it because that's a massive commitment. Yeah. That would be the only thing I, I would suggest, but yeah. Because there's been like three revivals of the show. Yeah. If Plus I weren't doing the a whole bunch of other podcasts, then that would be a good idea for a podcast. Correct. Yeah. But I have too many other things I want to do. No, no. Fair, fair. <laughs> That's just something I could think of. Yeah. A lot of the ones that we've done together, are there any that I haven't gotten to yet that you think I should? What have we done now? I got I to gotta think. Uh, well, I, I guess we keep talking about the Christmas Carol. We The, the animated Christmas Carol, the movie. Oh, yeah. We'll do that sometime. <laughs> Hopefully during Christmas 2024. I've got to get a note on that. I don't think we have to do it, but I'm saying that without making it interesting. <laughs> well, we've been talking about it for so long, we should do it. Very, yes, very much. Um, and when in the willows, I know we've talked about doing a couple of those, so we'll, we'll get to those. Um, you know more, you know much more about the adaptations than I do, so I can't even suggest any <laughs> besides the one that we did, which was um, what's a nice kid like you doing in a place like this? Yeah. I didn't know if there was any versions that maybe you've seen that are more obscure that I've never heard of that you think would make for a good podcast. Nah, Not the specifically other... of those, but just any story that mm -hmm. maybe I've done some of, but not enough to have like a full series on. Mm, no, I can't think of anything obscure that is, is like a part of a series or a franchise that we haven't already done. Did you ever watch the uh, Adventures in Odyssey films? Um, maybe. So, I like, don't know. it's like a Christian-based animated. I guess it started out as like a radio show, but then they made like animated. I don't know if it was a TV show or just like direct-to-video films, um, but like i guess every film taught like a you know like a christian principle or something mm -hmm. but i remember watching like one or two of them and they, they were it was very interesting to see and it has like some interesting voice talent like like actual like voice actors like hal smith and earl bowen and stuff like that but uh i haven't heard a lot of people talk about it in a long time but uh that would be an interesting one to do if you've seen that i don't know if i've seen them or not like the main christian videos that i watched growing up was mcgee and me i never heard of that okay well it's like a little animated character who a little boy draws that comes to life so i don't know if adventures in odyssey would have been around that same time or not but i don't know that i ever saw one yeah looking at mcgee and me i think that's the same company that made it that made it would adventures odyssey. yeah yeah yeah, the series was created following the success of Focus on the Family's involvement in the video project McGee and Me. So okay, they were, well, they were involved yeah. with it, yeah. So it probably came after the time when I would have been interested in that kind of a thing. Not that yeah. I really remember McGee and Me that much. I remember one yeah, about yeah. their their house getting like hit by a tornado 
and then there was one like there was they were on a game show like a nickelodeon style game show where somebody gets slimed or something okay i don't remember too many episodes but i remember those two specifically hmm. oh speaking of adventures it just reminded me of it did you ever watch adventures um what's it called adventures <sighs> adventures with the book of virtue or in the book of virtue something like that i feel like we might have talked about that before but yes yes i don't yeah, remember that, too much about it but i do remember watching it when i was a kid i remember it was like on sundays like early in the morning or something adventures from the book of virtue sorry yeah it, it was on pbs for a while too that's how i saw yeah. it yeah so that was that was the i like that show a lot it was about these two humans who go to a, a bison named plato and he reads in, my, story. in my memory it was a, a minotaur but now that you say bison i was like, oh yeah it was a bison <laughs> i could see i could see my way what you thought it's been time. it's been too long since i've actually seen that show it's only faint memories at this point and like each story was had like a virtue or like a like a lesson to learn from it so there's actually mm-hmm. a christmas carol episode in that I, oh. I guess I guess you could do that for for a um. I probably should. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next time. There we go. There's a I found I found one example. <laughs> no, at some point I would like to do an episode about a bunch of like like a lot of cartoons and kids shows will do like something with a Christmas Carol, and it would be fun to do a podcast and just look at a bunch of those kinds of episodes. Because most of them aren't really long enough to warrant a whole entire podcast by themselves. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I I know there's a bunch that have done. It's probably the Thomas something. Tank Engine episode. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon funny. Gordon turns good or something. <laughs> no, at some point I would like to do something like that. So I should probably like try and put together a list of things. And there's yeah. probably enough that I could do multiple for several years yeah yeah yeah. do like a compilation of a bunch of them once a year for however long it goes and they keep making more of them so they'll probably never end definitely definitely. Uh, another thing that came to my mind about like every version ever not really every version ever about a particular literary um uh, book or whatever but another if you're interested it'll be a lot of work but uh do every version ever of U.S. presidents being portrayed in film? It's like every film mm. that portrays George Washington, every film or TV show that portrays JFK. You know, because there've been a lot of people who've done played JFK in a film or movie. Yeah. So, or Washington, or Lincoln, or something. That could be an idea. That, yeah. There's a, there are several ideas that I've had for every version ever that don't involve like a classic story. Okay, and I mean not. I've done one before because I did the two versions of the movie Sabrina. Oh yeah, yeah. But there are other things that I want to do too. Like I would like to do Godzilla. Okay. Just because there's so many different versions of Godzilla, most of which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. And I just think it would be interesting to compare them all. But I don't have enough time to do all of my ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also want to do the two versions of cats just randomly. <laughs> Like the musical cats. <laughs> nice. That was something. <laughs> so for I, the for the original, you you watch the uh, like that stage film that they made in like yeah. the eighties or nineties or whatever. My cousin Sasha was obsessed with that. That's one of Sarah's older sisters. She okay. was obsessed with that movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I would ideally I would like to do that with her, but she's never done a podcast before, and I don't know that she wants to. Okay. But if I can ever convince her, then. I will do a mini series on cats because I already know that Trivial Theater would do the recent terrible one with me. Okay, there you go. But yeah, that's only two movies though, so it's less of a commitment than the eighty-year history of Godzilla or however long Godzilla has been running around Tokyo. <laughs> I kind of wish that uh, Steven Spielberg actually made that um, animated version of Cats that he was planning to make. I've seen stills from that. That looked yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, that would have that would have made a lot of sense. Yeah, it would have made more sense than the creepy, <laughs> uncanny yeah. valley, weird thing that they did a couple of years ago. Tom Hooper, which is sad for the guy because he directed Les Mis, the film, which I like a lot. 
but then he ended up doing Cats. <laughs> so he's like one for two in terms of musical film adaptations. Part of me thinks, like, I haven't actually ever seen it. I've only seen the trailer. Part of me thinks that people mm-hmm. are overhyping how weird it is. And maybe it's not as bad as they're going to say. But also, it's Uncanny Valley CGI spandex dancers. So it's probably as bad as people are saying. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty bad because, like, they change a lot of the songs and the acting, and as well as, like, they try to give it a plot and put like a get like a subplot in there one cat's you know really doesn't really have a plot it's just one mm-hmm. cat comes out and sings and the leaves <laughs> and then another cat comes out and sings and leaves <laughs> at the end they pick one and say hey you're you're gonna be reborn okay cool great the end <laughs> that's really the, the plot of cats but which sounds bizarre <laughs> yes <laughs> but hey if you're a taylor swift fan go ahead you could watch cats I think that's what they're kind of hoping for that the swifties would go see it but that don't work now out. that you say that i'm kind of surprised that it wasn't as big of a hit with yeah. how crazy her fans can be you would have think that they would have gone to the theater in droves for a movie that taylor swift was in i think her fans probably don't cross over with the musical group much but yeah. i don't know well i wouldn't have thought that they would have crossed over with football but apparently they're like selling out stadiums to see her boyfriend play there you go. So, what do we they're know? Just a, her, they're, her fans are unpredictable. <laughs> yes, they're unpredictable. Unpredictable bunch. Well, aside from like every version ever, are there any books or book series that you would like to see made into a movie or maybe remade if you think that a previous version has been done badly? I kind of would like to see a good. Well, I don't know if I'd like it made into a movie or a show, but I would kind of like to see a good animated Hardy Boys, Um, Mm. either as a show or a movie. I think that could be really good if done right. It it could go really bad, too, but (laughs) if done right. um, If they set them in the time period that they were originally written in, that could be good. That could be really nice, yeah. Yeah. 1930s or like. Fenton Something like with the, that. I with know the fedora, were, everything. Yes. I know they were really old when they were originally written. That that could actually be really good. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Also, Magic Treehouse. Like they made they made an anime film about it, which I saw. It wasn't bad, but I think they also were they had sold rights for a theatrical film to be released about it. I don't know. This was years ago, so I don't know what the uh, what the status of that is. But if they ever do that, I would like to see a film based on that did you read magic treehouse no i remember seeing it at the library when i was a kid but i never checked it out yeah it's about two um a brother and a sister who found a magic treehouse in their forest and they'd go there there'd always be like a book about a topic um like let's say the middle ages and they'd have to like point to the picture in the book and say like i wish i want to go there and the treehouse would actually send them back in time to wherever it is they go in. So in case, in this case, the Middle Ages. Mm. Was there one with the pterodactyl on the front? Correct. Dinosaur before okay. dark. That was the first one. Okay, because that's the cover I remember seeing. Yes. Which I'm surprised I never checked it out because I love dinosaurs. I would have thought that that would have been something I would have oh, yeah, grabbed. Yeah. Mystery series were like what I used to read a lot as a kid. So I was big into Hardy Boys, big into Magic Treehouse, big into Boxcar Children. Boxcar Children was my favorite. I love them. I probably checked out everything the library had more than once for the Boxcar Children. And they're still making them. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like a syndicate making it, but still. It is. Like the the original author, Gertrude Chandler Warner, she stopped at 19. Yeah. She might have died at that point. I don't remember. But somebody kept on doing it after she quit and at some point i don't remember how old i was but i had a realization that their ages weren't matching up and then i i like started looking at all the books and i was like they seem to be aging but then at book 19 they stop and they revert back to like the ages from the original book oh wow and then nobody ever ages again (laughs) and at that point i think i was like this is weird and I don't like these as much anymore. <laughs> I think I just outgrew them at that point because I was probably getting close to being a teenager. Yeah. The magic was lost, man. <laughs> yeah. 
But I will say that thinking back, the original 19 that she wrote probably were the best. Because I remember, I think I read those more than the others, and I liked the characters more in those books. And then after that, they kind of became a little more generic and formulaic. I think for me, I liked the later ones more because I think I read them first. So I was already used to them. I don't remember reading the first 19 much. I read them all. Like anything the library had, I read all of them. Oh, yeah. And no, I, I definitely read all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I, I had spare money, I I wanted to go to the bookstore and buy a new boxcar children book. That was like all I spent my money on when I was that age. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at their website. It was published in 1924. So next year will be the 100th anniversary of Boxcar Children. Oh, wow. You don't see a series last that long. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, they made like two animated films about them, but they're like one of those like second class animated film with second class animation. <laughs> I remember I heard about them and then I saw the trailer and it looked terrible and I never watched them. <laughs> I watched the first one. It didn't leave any mark, mark on me, so that's probably a saying stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though it has like J.K. Simmons and Martin Sheen and Joey King and Mackenzie Foy as voice actors. But... Yeah, I, I, I kind of hate it when movies rely on the voice actors and yeah. then just don't put any effort into the actual story and animation. Correct. They're like, oh, people will see it for Brad Pitt. Maybe. And it really shows. <laughs> yeah. But besides those three, um, the other two series that I would read a lot that weren't um, mystery were the Dr. Doodle series. I like those books a lot. So I, I would like to see the animated Dr. Doodle film. I think that would be better than any of the live action ones they made. <laughs> I, I remember reading the the probably the first book. Uh-huh. The library had that one. And then I remember watching the original Dr. Doolittle movie from like the 50s or 60s. Rex Harrison, yeah. Yeah, I remember checking that out from the library multiple times. Okay. I don't remember much of it. I remember a giant snail. But I, I when I was really little, I remember checking it out multiple times. So I, I liked it back then. And then the most recent one with Robert Downey Jr. I watched, and it was not good. So it was it was it was something. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was weird. Yes. And the other series I read a lot was the Little House on the Prairie series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read that a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I ever watched the show, I never but I read show. the books. Mm-hmm. That would be a cool one to have, like, an animated. I feel yeah. like I heard that somebody did, like, maybe there was an anime version. That wouldn't surprise me. But that would be one that would be it would be nice to have an animated version mm-hmm. of maybe in the style of the original illustrations. Yeah. Something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Even though I was a big mystery fan, I never read Nancy Drew for some reason, but like I said, I did get into the, uh, the Nancy Drew computer games that came out in the nineties and to now, but I never read any of the Nancy Drew books. Mm-hmm. I think it was because I already was reading Hardy boys. So I'm like, uh, that's probably the same as Nancy Drew. <laughs> it's the boy version, I guess. I remember reading a few Hardy Boys when I was younger, but I didn't really get into them. Yeah. I read them enough to be vaguely familiar with them, but mm-hmm. the Boxcar Children was my series. Nice. Well, I don't really have any more questions that were from my old Q&As. I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't know. I guess that's, I guess the only thing I didn't really mention is like other animated films I like. Um, I mentioned Beauty and the Beast, I mentioned Tintin and the Pixar films. I like the How to Train Your Dragon movies, mm-hmm. um, well, mm-hmm. particularly the first one as well as the second. I don't think I like the third one that much, but no, I did like the first and second. I like the Lego movie. I like, uh, most of my favorites are the Disney films, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Pinocchio, Alice in Wonderland. Jungle Book, 101 Dalmatians, Treasure Island, um, amongst many others. Yeah, there's too much to... I can't really think of all of them right now, but yeah. Are there, are there any Disney movies you have not seen? In the canon? Yeah. No, I've seen... Um, sorry, no, I haven't seen Strange World yet. Or oh, Wish, okay. technically. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a few that I haven't seen that I'm kind of waiting till I get to them in the podcast. I haven't seen Black Cauldron. 
Yeah, you haven't seen Hunchback, right? No, I haven't seen Hunchback. That would be very seen interesting. Home on the Range. Okay. I like Home on the Range most than, more than most people. <laughs> I find it fun. I have a feeling that I'm not going to hate it like other people do. I think it'll be, I don't think it'll be great, but I don't think it'll be bad. I think Roseanne being the voice of the main character is the worst part of the film. <laughs> if you can get over that, I think it, I think it's, it's fun. I, I like the idea of Judy Dench as a cow. She's good. She's very good as a cow. Judy Dench is one of those voice actresses that you think would have done a lot of voice acting, but she really hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She should do more. Yeah. Yeah. Judy, if you're listening to this, do more. <laughs> <laughs> she totally is. Totally. But yeah, like I like I told you before, um I've I'm currently going through the canon right now, so uh, I'm trying to, to re rank them in order of how I like them. Um I wanted to finish it before Wish came out, but that didn't happen. I but the last one I watched was Bolt. I need to try and make some time to get to the theater and see Wish before mm-hmm. it leaves the theater. Yeah, you never know how long they last these days. Yeah, the I, you never know because sometimes something will be super popular and gone in a week, and other times you don't think it'll be that popular, and then they'll keep it forever. Very true. I don't know how much competition there is because our theater only has four screens. So if there's a bunch of movies, then they churn them out fast and they cycle through them quicker than I would like. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose this is probably a good a place as any to wrap this podcast up. Thanks for having me on again and doing this Q&A again for the second time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's well, do it again in five years. <laughs> I mean, the answers might be different in five years, so there'll be yeah, more stuff know. to talk about. Watching me say, I hate Beauty and the Beast. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if I ever said that, you know, like an alien's taking over my body or something, so call call somebody. <laughs> something is desperately wrong. Yes. FBI, get somebody on the case. <laughs> okay, well, until five years from now when we do it again, do you want to let people know where they can find you if they want more from you? Yeah, um, like I mentioned before, you can check my uh, blogs out, the animation commendation and my live action Disney project at theanimationcommendation.com and my live action Disney project.com. Thanks. Okay, well, I'm sure we'll see you again before five years, but <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I guess we will. See you in the next episode, whatever that happens to be. Hmm, I wonder. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and follow my co-hosts as well. My link tree and all of our links will be in the description below. If you want more of my content, all my podcasts are available on YouTube as well as most podcast platforms. If you enjoyed this show, check out one of the other podcasts or check out my Patreon for bonus and extended episodes you won't find anywhere else. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.